Hello, and welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, where we provide valuable insight and advice on marketing and other business challenges that auto repair shops encounter as they work toward achieving their goals. This podcast is brought to you by Repair Shop Website. Welcome to the Busy Bays Podcast, a podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and business resource for auto repair shop owners. My name is Martin Morgan, and I'm with Repair Shop Websites, and today we are going to talk about a topic we have heard some questions from uh, over the past few weeks, and, and that is, what things can you do to help get some business into your repair shop quickly without spending a lot of money? And that's one of the important parts here. If, if you do have a, a good amount of money, a good amount of marketing to, uh, money to spend, dollars maybe you've put into your budget for marketing, or perhaps you've had a, a really good year so far and you have some additional funds that you're willing to spend for your marketing, that's probably a different subject. But today on this podcast, we're going to talk about some things you can do that are pretty much low cost. Really, the most significant expense is your time, which of course your time is valuable. There's no doubt about that, uh, or the time of other folk on your team. But from a cost standpoint, from a dollar spent standpoint, there's not going to be as much involved here in, in some of the ideas that we're going to cover. What we hear predominantly is that many shops are still busy. Some are very busy. However, in some areas, it is starting to slow down a little bit. That doesn't mean that it's slowing down significantly in a way that there's cause for worry, just that they have more availability in their bays now than they had had over perhaps two years. Is that, I mean, is that how far it goes back? Certainly right after the pandemic or so. Uh, so there is some availability there and some shops are looking, uh, you know, how, how can I get how can I get more cars in my bays? How can I increase that car count? And so on today's show, that's why we're going to discuss some ideas that you can execute fairly quickly to some extent. Um, we're going to cover them in the order of what's likely to result in a faster turnaround first. So those things that would most likely provide you a quicker return we'll cover first and then work toward things that may take a little bit longer to work. And your urgency to do these things may vary. So if you find yourself in a situation where you really want to try to get people in quick, then this will help. And if you're in a situation now where you're still very busy, you're not as worried about getting people in quick, but yet at the same time, you're thinking you don't want it to trail off too much and it's always good to work in advance, right? And I know how hard that can be, especially when you're absolutely slammed to think a couple months out and whether you'll still be as slammed and wanting to spend that time or that money on, on marketing efforts but you want to make sure that that continuous flow of, of business is there and that you're continuing to drive customers in, even if you're putting them off a little bit longer, perhaps, than you have in the past. So with that, let's talk about the first idea, the first way that you can get some business into your shop quickly and quickest of most of these ideas, most likely. And that is to call on your customers, especially those who opted to not get work done that you recommended and those that should be due for maintenance services. So this is a great way to really leverage your shop management system and the information that you've put in there to see 
who may have put off those recommendations the last time that they were in, and if it would make sense to call them now and see if now would be a good time to, to come into the shop. Perhaps at the time that you had spoken to them previously at their previous appointment, they had a lot of busyness in their life, and, and maybe that's not as busy as it was back then, and now would be a good time for that. These, this is one of those situations where you really don't know until you start talking to people what's going to work best for them, and, and now might be a better time to get that done, or perhaps there was another reason that they declined the additional service. Maybe they didn't want to spend all, all of that money all at one time, and they wanted to put it off a little bit, and now it's been a month or two, maybe three, and it would be a better time that would fit better in their budget based on what's happened over the past couple of months. Also important, as uh, I mentioned, are those that, that could be or should be due for maintenance services soon. It would be totally fine to reach out to them and, and to say, hey, we, you know, we usually get pretty busy around the holidays. We've got Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. You might be going on a, a road trip. You, know, you might be traveling uh, home, wherever that might be, or just across the state or across town. And if, if now's a good time for you to get the car in for that maintenance that's going to be coming up, then it's a really good time for us as well. And, and this way we can make sure that we can get you in and that you're not pushed out by all the busyness we expect to, to be happening right before, right before the holidays. Because unfortunately, a lot of people will put it off until the very last minute. And they very well may find that, that they can't get the car in. Uh, I, I'm not for the purposes of traveling like this, but uh, certainly when it comes to getting that scheduled maintenance, I, I have to admit I'm, I'm one that'll push it off. It's trying to find the time to fit it into the schedule and thinking through how that's going to work with everything else that's happening in life, with work, with family, with extracurricular, curricular activities, all of those things make it a little bit difficult. But if you really step out there, you offer your customers the opportunity to get that in sooner so they're not putting it off as late, especially if they're close enough that you're able to you know, pick up and drop off their vehicle or make it really easy for them to, to make that happen. Again, the schedules change all the time. And, and don't just assume that because it didn't work for them last time, now won't be a good time for whatever that reason is. And certainly from the standpoint of you're really looking out for them, you're doing them a service, you're trying to make sure that their, their vehicle stays uh, healthy, that it stays drivable, you know, that they're proactive about the adjustments and changes, the maintenance that needs to be done to make sure that the, the vehicle is safe, that it operates well, that they can prolong the life and get the most out of it, especially when you approach it in that way. And, and if you've built relationships with those customers, then these calls are going to be welcome calls, good discussions. And it's a good way to, to again, fill your base, take care of their vehicle, and cover some time where it might be a, a little bit slower, while also helping them so they're not jammed into that holiday rush where they may or may not be able to, to get in. The next thing, the next note that I want to mention, opportunity perhaps, is to post a special offer on social media. And we'll mention special offers, I think, a couple times here, maybe a little bit more than that. The important thing to note is, is I'm not saying that from the standpoint of post some unbelievable deal that loses you money. A lot of times you can post something that from a consumer standpoint looks like a great opportunity or the way that you frame it makes it look like a really good price, a really good opportunity. 
that may not be all that different or even different at all from the price that you might typically charge for a service. But it's really just putting it out in front of somebody so that you might catch them at a time when they need it. If you are able to create a discount, then of course that will be welcome. That's likely to drive people to come to the shop, make it a little more likely that they would, especially if they, they understand what the typical price of something is, then, then absolutely that's, that's a good way to do it. But if you, you post a special offer, especially in a way that you make it seem special, even if it's not the most special of deals, uh, that can be a really good way to just get that in front of somebody. You might catch them right when they need that oil change, right when they need that brake job, right when they need that 100,000-mile service, whatever it might be, especially, again, with uh, travel season coming up in the holidays, then you could catch them right there and you could get some quick activity. What you want to do, be careful of, though, is on social media to make sure that you're just not constantly selling, 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 because that's going to be more likely that somebody will turn you off. So continue to, to sprinkle that in among other posts that hopefully are educating your customers, your consumers, your followers, some things that are engaging them, maybe in some fun as well. And then while you sprinkle those promotional posts in there, it's more likely that they're going to see those, that they're not going to turn you off. But post that special offer on social media, and certainly you can do that on your website as well. Another thing that you can do, especially uh, in the fall, it's a good time for event season, although we're probably getting close to the time where that's winding down a little bit. Uh, but that's participate in a local event. There could still be October fests, events going on in your area or November, always a good time for a turkey trot. You want to sponsor a 5K, something of that nature. What is great about that, especially if it gives you the chance to get out there, shake some hands, meet some people, talk about your shop a little bit, is, is it really does give you that time to connect with the community, to potentially have a conversation, to look them in the eyes, start building a relationship, find out if they've got any challenges, if there's anything you can help them with. But I will say, as somebody who has uh, participated in a great deal of fundraisers relating to cycling, uh, charity rides, and also a little bit of running here or there, running not really so much my thing. I, I like the cycling, especially when you've got SAG stops and you know friends to, to ride with, which makes it a lot of fun. But we will often take great strides to make sure that we support those businesses that support those events because we appreciate the fact that they're willing to support the event, that they're they're team part of the team really to raise money for this charity and to support the riders as they're out there. That again, we'll often make sure to to go to those businesses who are supporting these events. And I think that's true a lot of times for these local events. So if there's a local event in your area that you can get out to, that you can participate in, there might be a fee attached to this. Probably likely there is, is a fee. But most often what you'll find is, is it'll be a smaller fee. And just by getting out there, meeting some people, getting the chance to um, create those relationships, because really, a lot of what it is, it's, it's a relationship business, right? That'll, that'll help your, your business. So look for those local events that you can participate or some sort of you know, local, it may not exactly be an event, but some way 
to participate in the local community that gets your shop name out there and increases the likelihood that that somebody's gonna gonna want to bring their vehicle to to your shop. The next thing I want to mention is Nextdoor. So if if you are not on Nextdoor, and if you're in a very rural area, there there may not be Nextdoor there. Uh, so that it, this may not apply to you. But Nextdoor is is really a very localized social media network. And the folks that are on Nextdoor are highly likely to do business with local businesses. So it is great if you know somebody, a, a happy customer, and, and you know who your best customers are, who your happiest customers are, the ones you can count on, and you, you know that you have next door in your area, in your, your neighborhood area, to ask that, that a customer or some customers to give you a recommendation on next door. And I've seen this. We're in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Next door is huge in, in our neighborhood area. I think they bring in like five, six, seven, eight different neighborhoods all around us. And we just continue to get posts, lots of posts. Unfortunately, uh, as happens with almost anything, there are some people who are highly political posting and complaining about a lot of stuff. So that does happen. Not as much on Nextdoor as a place like Facebook or Facebook at its worst, for sure. But there are definitely local businesses that are highlighted there. Oftentimes, I'll see people looking for local businesses, restaurants, dry cleaners, auto repair shops, painting contractors, home service businesses, all of those things, and trusting their neighbors to make a good recommendation. So if you've got a good customer, multiple good customers that would be willing to post, that you're willing to ask, hey, would, do you use Nextdoor? Are you on Nextdoor? I, I know it can be a big deal for local businesses. Is there any way you'd be willing to just post that you had a great service here? That'd be super helpful for us. And also, so the primary thing is to ask a loyal, happy customer to recommend you on Nextdoor. What you also should do is, is go on there and create your business profile if you haven't already. Because what you can do on Nextdoor is you can also post on there now. For a long time, it was not it was not set up for businesses to be able to do that. But you can now post. So if you haven't set up your Nextdoor profile, your business profile, you want to go ahead and do that. And uh, to the extent that you can, it would be great for you to post. That same special offer we talked about posting uh, would, would definitely be a good place or a good way to highlight what you can do, uh, your specialties especially, or any sort of promotion that you have going on for the shop right there on, on Nextdoor as well. So ask, ask one or multiple of your happy customers to give you a recommendation on Nextdoor. That can help drive you some business pretty quickly. Another thing, give customers who come into the shop, especially your best customers, again, a flyer or a card that they can hand to a referral with a special deal, right? So I mentioned earlier, this is another instance where, you know, the special deal may not be a super special deal. It might just be packaged in a way that especially makes it look really special, which you know, perception is reality. And if, if somebody really feels like that this is an important way for them to interact with your shop or it's, it provides them a service that's going to be significantly valuable to them, then, of course, then that's an excellent promotion. Because in reality, that your, your, your target 
The best thing for you is if you can provide a service that doesn't cost you a lot of money, but the perceived value of what that service is, is really large over and above the cost. That's the sweet spot, right? That Those are the places where you can bring in customer after customer. They feel great about what they got. You feel good about what you delivered. It didn't cost you a lot of money to deliver that service. And it ends up being an excellent way to, to build relationships. So you can offer that same sort of special, that same sort of promotion, or some something completely different. Maybe because you are so appreciative of your customers, those loyal customers, you, you provide this to them, the hand to their friends and family and others, and you do offer a, a fairly significant uh, discount to start building that customer relationship. But again, it's not something that you have to do. And this is the important thing, and I should have mentioned this with when I mentioned the promotion for social media earlier. These, when you're doing these things, it's important to put a deadline on it. So if you're offering a special holiday tune-up, and this is up to you, you could create a deadline the week before Thanksgiving, right? So that Friday before Thanksgiving, make sure that they get into the shop before then. You know, they've got to schedule the appointment before that in order to take advantage of the promotion. But that way you get them into the shop Right then, you could do the same thing around Christmas. You know, do it, schedule it the the week before Christmas. Christmas is on a Sunday this year, so I wouldn't do it the Friday right before Christmas. You could do it the Friday preceding that one and offer the deal right up there until that deadline. But you want to create deadlines for this because that creates urgency. So if somebody knows there's a deadline, they're going to be much more likely to act before that deadline, and you're creating urgency in there, which is going to make them act sooner. The other thing is if within these promotions, like I mentioned, with this special flyer or card you could give to customers, if you can create some exclusivity around that, that is another that is another factor that can really get people to act quickly is exclusivity. So you're creating the special, the special flyer or card to give to your best customers, to give to their friends and family, you know, that something around best customer, best customer service or best customer special or best customer referral special. And then you're giving them a deadline. You're creating, uh, you know, this this special holiday tune up or something to that nature where you're, you're using you're pulling multiple levers really to get somebody to act sooner than later, which is going to get them into the shop sooner. It's going to get your bays filled sooner, uh, which is. You know, that's what we're here to talk about. So that is a great way to do that. These next few are really ones that are going to take a little bit longer, likely, unless you just happen to be super lucky with these conversations that you have. But the next one is partner with a complementary business in town or multiple complementary businesses in town, right? Perhaps you do all auto repair, but there's a shop in town that just does tires. You don't really do tires so much. They do tires. You do almost everything else. Partner with that tire shop so that you can work with them. If you've got customers who need tires, then you can help them and or and just refer them to that to that shop. If they've got somebody who comes in gets new tires, but they also need auto repair, then they can refer that customer to you. But build those relationships. So if you've got partners out there, you know, in a lot of industries, they're called side by side partners, where you're you're offering complementary services. They don't overlap, but they're close enough so that somebody could 
could see how they could overlap or there could be other shops in town that are doing that same sort of thing. You know, find those like businesses in your area and and start chatting with them and see if you can start referring businesses to each other and really help each other out. Because if you're building significant relationships with your customers and you make that that referral, they're going to go with that referral. And then the same is true for the other business. If they're building those relationships with customers, then those customers are going to trust them to make good referrals. So again, find those other businesses in town that can can be a good complementary business, a good side-by-side partner to make recommendations uh, so you can refer business to each other. Similar but a little bit different would be to join a local business or referral group. So there's, there's many of these types of groups locally. Again, this might be one that if you're in a rural area, you might not have this opportunity as much uh, as certainly if you're in a, a, a city or suburb or, or town, you know, some, something of that nature. But there's a lot of these referral or business groups, right? And they, they usually meet once a week or once a month. And the idea is you're all getting together to help each other grow your business and be successful. So uh, as these things work, this is not one that you go to the first meeting and say, hey, I really need a lot of business. Send it all my way. <laughs> this, that's definitely not the way it works. It's always good to be able to bring value to the other businesses uh, that are there. And that's not certainly to say that that's the way you would approach it, but uh, just to be sure when it comes to expectations. But if you can come in and you can get help some of those other businesses get some quick wins, then they're going to be really appreciative. And right, this is, you know, that the quid pro quo type of thing, you start making referrals to other businesses, and they're going to instantly want to be able to make referrals to you. So that can pay off. But you're usually talking about at least a few weeks, because you know, you want multiple meetings, you want it to really sit in, you want to have that opportunity to build those relationships with those other uh, business owners and business reps that are in in that group. Um, but really, when when these things start start that flywheel, they really start moving. There's lots of referrals being made. You can pick up a lot of business, and you can refer a lot of business. I've I've definitely had friends and 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 business colleagues who have been involved in in these types of of groups of organizations who uh, really credit it with with being uh, significant in the growth of their business. So uh, don't discount them. Uh, it's it can be a good way to solidify relationships in the community and also grow your business while helping other business owners uh, grow their business as well. And then the last thing that I want to mention is the an opportunity potentially to partner with large businesses in the area to see if you can offer your services to their employees. And and a lot of this depends on proximity, right? So if if you've got a couple of large businesses next to you, a couple hundred employees would be awesome, right? Could be smaller uh, as well. Um, chatting with them, talking to them, seeing if, if they, they'd be willing to let you offer your services to their employees, especially in a way where you can pick up the vehicle, take it to the shop, do whatever needs to be done, drop it back off for them, making it super easy so they can get all that, whatever needs to be done while they work. I mean, that is just a it's a nice benefit for the employees, good benefit for the company, uh, good benefit for you as well that to add them as as your customers. So it's truly a win 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 if you're able to 
to build these types of relation relationships, you know, so that might be a drop in, dropping into the business and say, hey, I, I own, you know, ABC Auto Shop right up the street. Would love to see if if you'd be interested in uh, offering our services to employees. You know, we can come pick up the vehicle and, and drop it back off at the end of the day. You know, to me, and I mentioned earlier, what's difficult is when it comes to service is, is finding the time, finding the time in the schedule, uh, figuring out how to make that work. The opportunity to just drive to work on a normal day like I would and have, have somebody, you know, pick up my car, take it to the shop, do what needs to be done, and, and then you know, it's back here at the end of the day means I don't have to do anything out of my way to have that service done. That's a great service uh, to me. And, and you want to portray it in that way, right? And you want to make sure you've got a good reputation built up because especially, uh, or, you know, you know somebody at that employer. If you know somebody at the business and, and you can say, hey, you know, I was just wondering, you think this would be valuable to offer to other people you work with? I'd love to have the opportunity to do something like that. So, you know, if you've got an in because you've got somebody who's brought their vehicle to you that are in that situation, awesome. Just ask them about it. No problem. Especially if, if you've built that relationship, they're probably going to be happy to suggest that and, and or try to find somebody for you to contact uh, in the in the company. Or you just drop in. Drop into the company and and tell them you know that what you're trying to do, and say, hey, you know, we run a really good business. We've got 4.8 star rating on on Google. Happy to for you to to look that up. Um, and what we really want to try to do is it's it's a nice service for for your business to offer to employees. It, it'll help employees get stuff done while they're here at work. And and you know we we love to help the community. Want to work in the community. Maybe if you're willing to throw in again some sort of promotion or something like that, that might make it all the more appealing as well. So think about those businesses that are right near you, uh, especially where you could build a relationship to serve their employees. And it doesn't even have to be something where you necessarily have to pick it up, pick up, drop off all the time. I mean, maybe if, if it's right there, they can, they can drop it off at, at your shop, but you, you, you know, you drive them to, to work and, and then pick them up later or something of that nature if they need the rides. Um, you know, so there's various ways you can do that, but it, it would be a good a good thing to look at uh, right around you again in proximity proximity excuse me to see if there are some options for you to start building that business and offering that service. So we hope that that you found some of these ideas helpful. We hope that you can take some of these and apply them if you're looking to bring some business into your shop quickly. Uh, some if if you're not again you know hold on to them or or keep them or or maybe if you found something that uh, isn't going to work quite as quickly as you might like hopefully there will be some things here that you can use more for the long term start building those those relationships uh, and find some ways you know typically we we just hope you're going to find one two maybe even three three things that you can apply pretty quickly to help you in whatever way it is and whatever topic we're covering so. Definitely hope that you found some of these uh, useful. Uh, very much appreciate you listening listening to the Busy Bays podcast. Hope that you found this helpful and hope you find all of our podcasts helpful. That's what we're here for, really to, to give some ideas, to offer some insight where we can. 
please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. You can subscribe on Apple, whatever podcast platform you might be listening now, but it is on Apple and Spotify, all the other podcast platforms. We'd love to have you subscribe. Let us know if you're interested in covering any topics. Feel free to reach out. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back soon. Thank you for listening to the Busy Bays podcast. If you would like more information about subjects like this, please visit myrsw.com and go to our resource center. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And one more thing, please share this with your friends and colleagues. Our goal is to help auto repair shops succeed. We can all accomplish that goal by sharing this podcast with as many people as possible. Thanks again.